If your job is on life support, you need the job doctor. My brain is a walking database of thousands of case studies on how careers rise and fall. I'll help you diagnose what's really going on. It's the guidance you need to get back on track from someone who's been there. You can make the money you always wanted to make, doing the type of work you have always wanted to do. You may just need a little help from the job doctor. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Job Doctor. Today, we are going to uh, continue talking, and we've had a lot of questions about like midlife pivots. What do I do? I want to do something different. I think I want to try something different. And I want to talk a little bit about that today. And it's especially interesting to me because I did a pivot myself at about age 52. So we'll talk a little bit about that today as well. So Lyle, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. This is a very humbling experience for me. Thank you so much. You bet. So Lyle, let's talk. I understand that you're wanting to make a pretty significant pivot. Would you mind giving me just a brief on where you're at and where you're going? Yeah. So I've been in public safety for about 30 years. And after being 30 years in public safety and a 30-year career to get a college degree, I've finished a college degree in human resources. I feel like it's about time for me to make the shift from the public sector to the private sector. So when you say public safety, what was your role exactly? So I started out as a 911 operator and worked mm-hmm. for a few years as a 911 operator and uh, have became a sworn police officer and have promoted through the ranks from patrolman to detective to sergeant. And now I'm currently serving as a lieutenant on a shift. Interesting. Well, uh, I hate to break it to you. This is actually good news, but a 911 operator going into HR our police officers, perfect. <laughs> you have been trained your whole life to do HR. So you're going to find that there's a lot of parallels here. Um, before we talk about that pivot and, and what it's going to look and feel like for you, I'm just curious for myself, are you leaving, you know, being a police officer? Does that have anything to do with what's going on for police officers in our country and what that job feels like? Absolutely not. I have the best job in the world. I get to serve uh, the citizens of my town who really are behind us and mm-hmm. really take care of the citizens of, of Jonesboro. I, uh, I love this job, but if we don't have new ideas coming in mm-hmm. uh, to police work, uh, we stagnate and we get old and and we don't want to build and progress and make uh, police work better. So you're feeling like a little bit of stagnation then in terms of you can't creatively innovate and, and make new ideas come to life. It's, it's hard when you have people that, uh, that want to want to be continued. Let's we've always done it mm-hmm, that way mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to, Hey, let's try something new. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, reading a book where managers fail, 90% of managers fail because they're managing and they're not leading and they're not mm-hmm. trying to build mm-hmm. uh, the next generation. Yeah. And that's what I want to build is the next generation. Very interesting. Well, let's dig into your questions. I've already got some more questions for you, but what's the big question that you have for me in terms of this pivot you're making? What's snagging you up? You know, I have always been in a servant position mm-hmm. uh, and from a public sector and, and you're being at the will of the people mm-hmm. swapping to being at the will of the, I guess it's still same stakeholders or a different version of stakeholders where you're at the will of 
of the people that that you work for. Mm-hmm. I think it's just going to be such a different uh, shift in mm-hmm. philosophies and getting my brain to wrap around uh, private sector ideas mm-hmm. is going to be, I feel like it's going to be a leap. It's going to be. Uh, yeah, Lyle, that is crazy. an understatement. I am just going to tell you right now, it's an understatement. When you go from like government entities um, and public sector jobs into corporate America, and especially because you're going to have to start kind of at the bottom of that, it is going to be so jarring on you. I just, I want to set the expectations. Things move so crazy fast that this idea that you want to innovate and build new things, there will be no shortage of opportunities to do that. But my guess is when you get in, be prepared that it's going to move so much faster than you're used to. You're going to probably, your head's going to spin. Your head's going to spin. Absolutely. Yeah. Understand you got to set your expectations accordingly. And because you've come from public sector, there's going to be a lot of people. I don't like this. I don't agree with it, but it is. It is what it is. A lot of people are going to hold against you that you've been in a public sector like that. When people move from like government jobs into corporate America, first of all, it's very hard for them to get hired because the right. the perception is they're going to work slow. They're going to be, you know, they can't keep up with us. And that's what you're up against in this. So- when you position yourself in your interviews, I know I'm jumping ahead just a little bit, you're yeah. going to have to be really good at saying what didn't work for me over here is that it wasn't creative and innovative enough. And what I yeah. want to do is this, and here's proof points, I can do this. Your proof points are going to be, I, at my age, I'm still learning and growing. I took these courses, I'm trying to learn how to do this, and I feel like I am armed now with the education plus ideas. And that combination is going to help me move fast and do what needs to be done here in this company. So, you know, take a chance on me. The fact that you have some current knowledge and education shows that you're a learner and a grower and it overcomes a little bit of that bias that you're going to reach, that you're going to Mm -hmm. see, but it can be done. I'll tell you this, one of my favorite HR people I ever hired, I hired a police officer. (laughs) So I've hired you before, a younger version of you, but I thought... (laughs) The, the particular company I was in, I thought, oh my gosh, this is like, it's the Wild West. It was a company that was just like, anything goes, truly anything goes. And I thought, I need somebody to kind of wrangle in this craziness and know how to wrangle in really crazy stuff. Like, you know, this is a direct sales company and the direct sales people, I mean, I had murder attempts. They were stealing stuff from each other. There were like drug rings. I mean, it was just like insane stuff. And so for you, the takeaway is match and find the culture of company that can really see your past experience as something useful. I needed somebody that was part HR and could keep my risk under control for the company while still understanding the law because they were dealing with a lot of bros who were doing things they shouldn't do that crossed over into the law. And, right. and in that regard, he was a perfect match for me. Yeah. So you, well, HR is a lot of traffic direction as well. And I, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. You, so you just have pick the right company, pick a company that, right. that can use that skill set. You know, if it's a, like, I don't know that I would go into healthcare for you because healthcare is really buttoned up and it's like a little robotic and very, very structured and you don't go outside the box at all. But um, I would go look for a company that maybe does have a little reining in that needs to happen where you can use the skills that you've had 
where there are some emergencies and you have to move fast and you can position the 911 part of your job as I can, I can do things on the fly. I can make hard decisions on the fly when stress is high and the stakes are high. That's the kind of company I think that you'd want to go to as your first HR gig. So tell me what else. uh, So you're getting your education and once you have the degree or, or the piece of paper that says, yes, are you a hundred percent for sure you're not going to stay in law enforcement? Because I, I can tell you, I can see, I'm talking to teachers and law enforcement people today in my practice privately. Mm-hmm. This is your time if you want to be an innovator. It hasn't always been that way, but there are a lot of companies, companies is the right word. There's places that are looking for innovators who do want to push the buttons and try something different. And they're going to be highly rewarded. I think you're on the forefront of something big that's going to be happening in your industry. So I'm in love with changing minds, changing things, not, not for just for the sake of change, but there's Mm -hmm. things that are broken. There are things that uh, we've got to build. We've got to be better. I've got to leave it better today. Mm-hmm. than it was yesterday when I got it. And if if we don't do that, uh, we're stagnating and we are what, what people think police are. Mm-hmm. And we are what people think educators are. And they're not. They're so, there's a vast majority of, of teachers, of police officers that want to be better and want to make the experience of coming to work as a police officer, coming to work as a teacher, coming to work as a, a anywhere in, in the public service sector, they want to be better and they want to build those relationships yeah. in their community. I see that. Uh, Why not and, you, Lyle? Uh, so uh, I'm not saying it's not me. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that when I get to my point where I could retire and walk away that I will. I have, and I am recently, first of the year, I was uh, given a shift and uh, I'm trying all the new things. I don't, but, and granted, a lot of it's coming from your TikToks uh, and a lot of it's coming from some of the talks that I've heard you do uh, and some others that are talking about leadership and moving the needle and not, not keeping a culture just because it's the culture. If the culture has cancer or not even just cancer, just mm-hmm. a sickness, you have quarantine that sickness and try and drive that sickness out and not reward those behaviors right. and not and not reward, well, that's just so and so being so and so. You've got to you've got to reward the 80%, those people in the middle that don't get noticed, and you've got to build those people because tomorrow they're gonna be in my job. Yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, they're the ones who are going to be taking the lead. I don't, I've had a former supervisor who's since gone on get on to me because I said, I'm not building my backup, I'm building my replacement. We have to start thinking about our replacements and the next generation in everything we do. Okay. I'm with you, but okay, I'm going to play devil's advocate with you for a minute. Uh, so, Lyle, I'm going to ask you a question. If you don't want to answer this, you don't have to, but it's going to help me. Lyle, how much do you make? I make $64,000 a year. Okay. So, Lyle, at your current rate of pay, if you move into HR, you can expect you'll probably get hired with no experience, but with a certificate and your background for around $60,000, I think, 50 to 60. Yeah, right. 
But Lyle, if you stay where you're at and you can create the vision for what law enforcement needs to look like and find the right place that also will allow you to experiment with how you build bridges with a community and how to build a different, you, you are the thought leader around how we can reform the way we do things. You're going to make a lot more than that. So from a financial standpoint, if you can find the match inside, you can use all the skills that you have, not just a portion of them, and you will not, you'll still be frustrated, right? Because change is always so hard. Change is hard. But I think it's a different kind of frustration than working in a corporate environment where you have to change the way, you kind of have to change your pace and your whole way of being to adjust. Here, at least, you understand how to navigate the politics of the world. And it's a different kind of push, but I think you should not give up on that as being something you could do and do really, really well. I have not given up on the thought process of staying where I'm at. Mm -hmm. And and when I say staying where I'm at, staying in the same boat that I'm in. Yeah. uh, Not necessarily the same cabin. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, you'd probably have to move from your current police force somewhere else because right. they, they have a vision of who you are and what you're about. And when you right. go to a new one, you get a fresh start. You can say, this right. is what I want to build. It's harder to build when they have seen you in a different role. But if you go right. to somewhere else, you can say, this is the kind of thing I want to build for the police force and for our community. And you'll have a lot yeah, more and being, being an executive somewhere, of course, side note, I also work for, kind of work for my wife, who is the assistant chief of police. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we share uh, very similar thought processes. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of days that uh, she's in the very short rows of mm-hmm. retirement. Uh, at any given day, uh, she comes home and, and says, what do I got to do to keep going? Yeah. And, uh, mm-hmm. and and we, we work through it and we talk through it and she she is uh she's a builder and has is continuing mm-hmm. to to build like uh she wants to wants it to look like do you have pension do you have a pension plan oh we do and and i could walk out i'll have 28 years within the next couple of, of very short time and i could walk away with a 28 year pension and what happens uh, if you stay 30 years 32 years so at 33 years it's the max and would I would be able to draw a hundred percent of my final average three. And, but after, after 33 years, I don't mm-hmm. get 101 percent. Yeah. So comparatively it, to what now, it, it, what percentage uh, it, now? Uh, I would be at 80 something percent, 82 percent. Uh, Lyle, away with three. <laughs> Lyle, this is a lot of money. I'm just saying yeah. this is a lot of money and it's a lot of time to put in. Yeah. I mean, I, I would stay and I would stay in the field, not necessarily your job in this because Lyle, I I have, let me give you an example. I work with a guy that's, um, he's a superintendent for a school district and he's your mentality. So he's a guy that's like, we got to change the way schools are done. And he has just gone after it voraciously. And I've watched him over a couple of years go, he's in one of the biggest school districts there is now in the nation. And he is just killing it and just changing his world dramatically. This is a guy who's going to have articles written about him and feature stories done on him. I mean, I love how he's, how he's creating change in a world that doesn't have change like teaching and yours is very similar, but 
boy, I would, if I were you, I would start to Google or look up articles of different police forces that are, that are making change. There's probably some groups of people that are trying to make this happen. And I would get connected with your community and I would try a run at doing what you want to do within the field you're in because the price is so freaking high for you to go and you're four years out and your wife's sick of her job and trying to hold on every day to go from 80% or even 85% to a hundred percent of your pension is pretty significant. I mean, you'd have to want out so bad to leave that money on the table, especially when I'm looking at today's world and I'm like, this is the time for a guy like you to absolutely change the world. So I don't know. That's just for what it's worth. That's just me just kind of rambling with you for a minute. So the scales, you know, and Mm -hmm. uh, it's one of those things we talked about at the beginning of how nervous I was about even considering Mm -hmm. uh, it's a life change. It's not just a, it's not a career change. It's, it is a, you know, I wear my sidearm to church, you know, right. Uh, And, and if I'll get out of it, you know, at what point do I get to have a regular night's sleep, a regular, you know, mm-hmm. just day? And that's, that's, that's one of those things that paradigms is just, mm-hmm. it's just about, uh, about building things. Yeah. So, Well, you've got some beautiful ideas around your thought leader around how to transform things and how to lead. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I, I think that an HR job within your field would be really interesting for you. Yes. And, um, Aside from your degree that you're getting, mm-hmm. if you're going to be serious about each other, there's a couple of other classes, certifications that I would take very specifically, oh. unless you feel like your education has got you there. One is kind of the, the minimum barrier to entry to get into HR is you've got to know the laws and compliance. Right. So if your college class uh, has covered that, great, but I think it's going to look even better on your resume to take a separate course or certification just on kind of managing within the law. And I think that Mm -hmm. that would be a really good ad for your resume. Someone will look at you without HR experience. And if you have that, that gets you in the door because you got to know how to do I-9s and you have to know how do you, you know, what are the laws like ERISA, things that nobody else cares about, ADA, FMLA leave, all these things, these words and acronyms that you have to know in order to get into HR. Absolutely. Yeah, and the other thing I would do is I would um, I would join a local HR group. Try and find a local SHRM, S-H-R-M, SHRM is Society mm-hmm. for Human Resource Management. Try and join your local chapter to get access to the jobs that are going to be opening up yeah. if you choose the, to make that, that pivot in. Mm-hmm. And I think that will help you a ton to get your foot in the door. Right. So sure, there's another one. There's SHRM and then there's like... IPHR, some international professional. Human there's resources. so many. There's so many. There's okay. as many. Yeah. There's there's dozens and dozens of them. Yeah. I like Sherm, and I like, um, gosh, what do they call themselves? They've rebranded it. I think it might be called World at Work. They do compensation analysis and stuff, yes. and I think they're very good as well. Yeah. I have begun the Sherm certification. Uh, they're good. going to allow me to get my senior certificate with the uh, excellent, excellent. With uh, so I have. Uh, 13 years of 
of, of hiring mm-hmm. uh, and training. So they were, they were going to allow me to get my senior certificate through them. That's excellent. Sure that, that easy, if you got the SHRM certificate, you don't even need the compliance training because it, it's embedded within that senior certificate. Right. That senior certificate is kind of equivalent to going into a company with a master's of business and saying hire right. me in operations. Yeah. So that will be very good for you. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Any other questions that you have? I'm, I'm sorry I got went down the rabbit hole with you, so I want to give you time to make sure you ask whatever else you had. So we, we talked about so much, and, and you covered so many bases, and this, is, uh, this has been very, very helpful. And hopefully that when it gets launched and, and people get to hear it, it, it helps other people that are in the same boat that I'm in. I, mm-hmm. uh, the information that you put out, uh, the information that your group puts out, it's so fantastic. And it, it, I think, I think what you are doing is moving the needle and getting people more focused on career change and more focused on their career uh, than a lot of people have, have done. And I really appreciate what you've done. With that. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad that you find it useful. Is there anything, uh, you know, if you think about what we talked about today or any of the pieces of help you've heard through TikTok or other channels, is there any one piece that has really stuck out to you? Uh yeah, I've got it saved, and I, I knew you were going to ask that. I was going to write it down, and I don't have my phone with me. Uh, I'll find it, and I'll send it to you. All the content that you do uh, directs people and pushes people towards towards betterment and changing the needle to make it to where HR is not the bad guy mm-hmm. uh, and where if the culture doesn't fit you, you got to get out of the culture. You know, it's like the whole story of the uh, – frog in a pot of water. If you put a frog in a pot of cold water and turn it up and it, it will stay in there and boil itself to death. Right. If you put it in hot water, it will jump out. And almost every one of the culture talks that you do, that's the thing that sticks out. The story that sticks out from my mind is that you got to check your culture Mm -hmm. and look at your culture and make sure it fits you and it fits your soul and it fits your heart. Because if the culture doesn't match your heart, uh, you're going to be miserable at work mm-hmm. and you're not going to grow. Yeah. I think work is miserable enough, basically. The thought actually that we have to work full time, most of us, you know, from 25 to 65 or whatever, that's right. so depressing. Unless, yeah. unless you're lucky enough that you can find something that suits who you are. And what I hate to see are people that they hate their job. They hate their life and it's just like, I got to suck it up and they're going to take a piece of my soul every day till I die. I'm like, no, don't do it. There is a way to match what you love with what you do. Now, it may not be like, I'm lucky. I get to do what I consider a calling. This is a calling for me that just finally, you know, at age 52, I'm like, I think I'm going to try it. I'm going to do what I've always wanted to do and make the pivot. But for most people, you know, there's the slug of the job. That's category one, just a slodge. Mm-hmm. And then number two is, well, it's a career. And if a career, when people describe what they do as a career, it tells me I'm going somewhere. I want to do something better. And I, that's what I hope for most people is that they can get in a career and enjoy what they do enough and tap into their passion enough that there's some joy along the way. And it's not just a slog. Yes. Yeah, uh, and and I've had joy, and I, I love my job, and I love the people I get to work with, and I just love the process. Yeah, and and hope people can understand and learn from it. 
Well, that's good. I think that's all, all you can ask for. I mean, I've had both kinds of jobs. I had one that, you know, I, ooh, it was a bad job. It was a bad fit for me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm somebody you want to let loose and you want to let be creative. And I had a Absolutely. job where I went in every day and had to do the exact same thing over and over. I thought I was going to die. So yeah, yeah we got to get beyond that. Well, I hope I've said a few things that can help you along the way. Check in with us. We love to hear how our listeners are doing and how they land. And uh, would love to hear from you again. And good luck to Absolutely. you in your job search. I appreciate it. And I appreciate everything y'all doing. I will be I will be following 100%. All right. Thanks so much, Lyle. We'll see you later. Yeah. Have a great day. Bye-bye. If you like my podcast, you will absolutely love my book. It's called The Unspoken Truths for Career Success, Navigating Pay, Promotions, and Power at Work. I wrote it because I could see that people didn't understand why some people got ahead and some people's career stayed stagnant. So if you're interested in building a more frictionless career path for yourself and having a better experience with work, this is a book that you need to have. It's called The Unspoken Truths for Career Success. You can buy it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or go to my website at thejobdoctor.com.